Hello, welcome to the 40k adjacent show. Got that wrong on the titles. And I'm joined by Peter the Falcon. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Doing, doing things. Um, I, I am doing. Um, Falco. Joe and friends. Bam. Got Boom. It. Boom, Falco the Talco. Uh, how are you? Are you well? Are you well? What's going on? I mean, I'm I'm as well as can be. I'm um, almost forty. I um, live in the remote north. No, it's not my birthday. Oh. Fuck off, Rob. Yeah. Give me give me like two more months of this. <laughs> I got two more months before I'm dead. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> hey, Son of a bitch. forty. I think is the new. I think new twenty five. Mm. That's what I heard. Worst year of my life, twenty five. I hope not. Like oh. it, it's just it was it was a terrible year for me. Oh really? Twenty five, actually... two thousand six. What happened in two thousand six? Something bad probably happened. <sighs> when did uh, Justin Timberlake's first album come out? It wasn't two thousand six, oh. was it? Hmm, it's a good question. It wasn't then, but but either way, but you're oh. you're well. What's been going on in your neck of the woods? Um. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Um, I have just kind of sat at home and done nothing for several days. Then I went back to work, did nothing. Um, I did spend about way too much time um, building an ELO rating calculator um, for 40K. Nice. Um, and I'm still working on it because I did a dumb a couple of times. Oh, okay. uh, but I've got a I've got a mostly functional one that I'm just playing around with and trying to make better. Is that something? I won't ask any more questions because it sounds like maybe that's something an announcement or or is that just for fun? Kind of for fun. There was um, so Charity Hammer is coming up, um, and I'm going to get to go. It's my first live event I'll be attending since Amazing. COVID. So super excited. Um, traveling down to Seattle to see all the good guys and girls that'll be there. And um, they wanted to rank their GT um, uh, in advance because they're great. They have like an invitational GT they're doing. You know, Brad Chester, Nick Nottavati, John Lennon, all these guys. And so they were like, Peter, instead of using like ITC rankings or anything like that, why don't you just create some kind of ranking because you have all the data? So I did. And I got BCP to help me out a little bit by kind of fleshing out a couple of the, uh, well, most of the events um, that they would have had in their system um, with kind of unique ID identifiers, not people's actual names, but I was able to kind of figure out the, the people from the event who they were and, uh, yeah, built a little system. And we'll see if I can make it uh, fully functional. I've gotten it to a point where it, it will generate scores and it's, and it's, it's cool and I'm happy. Um, I almost like shut down my computer multiple times doing it. Crashed it twice because um, I'm real bad at programming. Sometimes um, my first attempt, <laughs> I accidentally had it export to Excel, um, and it created a new worksheet for every player that's ever played in the ITC when it did. Oh it. no! Yeah, so it created you know like twelve thousand worksheets of data. <laughs> like my my laptop, like I left it and came back and looked at the, the laptop. I was like, no, not this. This isn't so, um, uh, so the the ELO system. Can you can you for for us people at home? And I'm gonna quick. I'm gonna slowly ask this question in a very long drawn out way while you check your Skype settings to just make sure it's the right microphone that you're connected it's to. It's not the right microphone. All right, perfect. Okay, we'll just we'll just double check. So for everyone at home, I'm gonna ask Pete what the ELO system is or what and yeah, is it the Electric Light Orchestra? And I'm gonna take the opportunity to thank everyone for joining us live via the Twitch chat or uh, for watching back on YouTube or watching over or listening to the podcast with your ear holes. Uh, so, P, what's the ELO system? Well, there's different ELO systems, but the, the main core functionality of ELO um, is it's, it's a, an algorithm that's built um, that is supposed to kind of determine the probability um, that you will beat another player of, of certain skill levels and then when you play each other, it'll generate a, a, like a score differential. So everybody starts at a base score of, um, and it's, it could be whatever you want. Most systems will use 1,500 or 1,200. Um, and then in standard ELO, there's um, like a K value that's set for everybody, um, which is kind of the most amount of points that you can gain or lose in a particular game. 
Um, so as an example, let's say you're a 1200, you have a 1200 rating and I have a 1200 rating and we get together and we just bang out a great game of Warhammer, both scores being equal. Um, the system will think you have roughly, and this is all like as simplified as I can do it. I'm really sorry. Um, if it's someone's out there's like, you're saying it wrong, screw off. I don't care. Um, it'll say like, uh, we have a 50% chance of winning each. So if we had a K value of 32, which is kind of standard for chess or 24, which is kind of a standard for um, some other like online games, um, it will say, okay, each guy's a 50% chance of winning. There's 12 points on the line. So if I win, I'll gain 12 points. You'll lose 12 points. So I'll go up to a 12-12 score. You'll go down to an 11-88. And then over time, this should uh, kind of even out to what your actual ability is at playing whatever game that you're using, uh, you're using, right? Um, it's, it has some issues. Like, um, when you implement it right away, there's going to be like a, a starting point that you have to set. So there are definitely going to be people that enter at a level where they're like, they're obviously not a 1200, but over time as they play games, it'll put them to where they should be. Um, and sorry, this four hour sleep is, Anyway, okay. so suffice to say, it's uh, it's just a, a way to kind of rank you in a system. Um, another example would be, let's say uh, um, you play someone um, like Tom Layton, who's obviously, probably, arguably the best player um, in the Wales area. Um, arguably. I know it's a hard argument to make. Uh, but but let's say that, that so he and let's say he's got like a 1400 score for using a base 1200 and you're new you're like bright eyed um you know Steve Dungaree coming right in there um never played a game of Warhammer in your life uh-huh. Tom comes to the table absolutely pushes your shit in um as he will no matter what um cuz he doesn't take the foot off the pedal at all not even for you know lowly Rob Symes um and he destroys you so of that K value, there's uh, what it's going to do is it's going to look at your two scores and it's going to say, Tom's going to win this game nine, nine times out of ten based off your differential. So he has only two points on the line if you're using like a 24 system because um, 10% chance. Yep. And you have 22. So right. if you win, you strip 22 points off of poor Tom here. And you gain 22. But if he wins, it's only a two point because it's it's kind of like saying, you know, Tom is going to win this game. So you know, just yeah. deal with it, Rob. Like the 12-year-old uh, child I played at the weekend. Like, exactly. Really, uh, yes. I should have beat him. But yes. I didn't. But then you dropped like a good 30-some-odd score in yeah. yellow. And there's other systems too. Um, so I did yellow because it's easier to, to, um, to program. But uh, there are other systems that kind of account for volatility and um, uh, they better account for things like not playing for a long time. Like it'll add degradation to the system and things like that. Like uh, Glico 2, um, True Skill, which is what Microsoft uses for all of their games, yeah. Halo, etc. Like there's a lot. So I'm I'm playing around a lot. It's it's kind of a thought experiment more than anything because we've talked a lot about ELO in the Warhammer world. It's very contentious. A lot of people don't like it because they don't like new things. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe it's a terrible idea. I just want to see where it goes. And um, like I'm not getting paid. It's just wasting my own time doing it. So. Well, no, I, honestly, like, I'm fascinated because I, I, I've got some experiences on the weekend I kind of wanted to talk to you about uh, before we ever even touched 40K because I know the, the very idea of it is if we could skirt it as much as possible uh, as is true. I mean, the, I, the I watched a lot of Angela Lansbury videos um, <laughs> this last week. Have you watched any more Peep Show? No, I did not. I uh, got really like, – sorry, I got sucked into Angela Lansbury, New Rick and Morty because um, I hadn't watched – I only watched the first episode, so I had to watch the last two. Um, and my wife and I watched Loki, so I've been like real hard pressed. Also, my wife got me addicted to a video game for a short while, so we'll see. Oh, see if that which one was it? I don't want to talk about it. Okay, yeah, well, that's completely. I it's Project Makeover. No, it's not Project Makeover. 
Hey, you get into whatever you want to get into. There's no judgment this side of the this side of the I pond. Know. I play Warhammer. I have no. I like judgment is gone for me. Like, I don't know. <laughs> as it should be. Uh, I uh, so I had a thing at the weekend actually. So one of the things I yes, said this I said this I said this last week to you, but I don't know if you remember. Um, uh, we were talking about the fact that I had a we 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 weren't settled on the scoring system for Age of Sigma really. So we had a team mm-hmm. event here. It was only four teams of four, and we played round robin. So there was no like, it, like it, I mean, there was a final score because everyone played everyone, but like the pairing system wasn't in place because of, of anything to do with the scoring system. But one of the interesting bits was um, where we we scored obviously for teams, we scored based on a differential. Um, uh, and I know everyone probably who's listening understands this really well, but I kind of wanted to ask you a couple of questions to get the feedback and see if this is if this is true. So uh, we did a differential of one point, um, turned it from a ten ten to an eleven nine. And then obviously two mm-hmm. points would have been a twelve eight, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, okay. um uh like after the round one, I had a couple of people who won their games who were like, Rob, I got a twenty nil, but it didn't feel like a twenty nil. Feels like it should be more like a an eighteen three or whatever. So we switched up the ver- the differential for a two two victory points in game. So like a differential of two victory points in game turned into a switch. So two victory points would have got you eleven nine, where previously mm-hmm. one victory mm-hmm. point would have got you uh, 11-9. So we switched that up and it seemed to work quite well because we didn't get a lot of 20-0s over the course of the day. We got a lot of like 18s, 17s, 16s, but like not many like 20 nils, which so it seemed quite nice. Whereas we redid all the scores based on a one uh, VP differential and like every almost all the games were 20 nil, basically. So that feels better uh, mm-hmm. ultimately for a team format. And I wanted to ask you like... Um, uh, like, because I I kind of know the answer to this, but it's more for the audience. Like in in a team environment, like uh like, because one of my games, I don't think I could have ever won. Uh, but I just pl- I tried to lose better. Like, mm-hmm. do you think that that's yep. a, do you think do you think a that's a good experience? Because then I spoke right. Okay, couple of things. First thing. I didn't think I could ever win that game. But in a singles event, I would have to try to win that game to win the tournament. Yeah. So I played yes. very differently. I Like uh, me, it was, I played my friend Darren. Like I would have played a very different game. I would have tried to like play aggro, be a, do a lot more stuff basically, which it was a lot bigger risk. But obviously a big reward would have been the victory. But like the more like um, sensible like kind of play was to eke out a few points. My question is to you, number one, how do you feel about points differential as like a scoring system in teams? Like that's my first question. And then I'll ask, I'll ask the next question after. How do you feel about it? I love it. I think that's the way to go. Uh, we talked last week about how I didn't like that. Um, like um, it looks like the, the LGT team tournament and the FLG team tournaments are currently aren't using differential. Maybe I'm wrong on it. On Zach's event, but I thought that, he no, said Zach's he wasn't using going to be. win less draw. Yeah, yeah. So I don't like that. I think no. that's kind of meh. It's Same. um, and I I I tried to articulate it w- uh, well last week, but I was really tired. But just like every game uh, should feel like you're participating, and in a team event where you're creating pairings, specific like especially like under the auspice that. I have to send one of these guys to probably lose a game. I mean, sure, there's skill differential where you're just going to play a team where it doesn't matter. You're just going to be like, I'm pretty sure anybody on my team is just going to beat any of these lists. Um, but that doesn't. Most of the time, that doesn't happen, right? So you're you're sending up a sacrificial lamb and you're saying, okay, go have a bad time while the rest of my team has a good time. Um, and it, I just, I like it. I love it. I love the concept from a competitive level of having to change up your your strategy to not just win a game but to just get as many points as you can mm. um to me like that that's just another challenge it's an it's an added layer it's it's kind of like how when i play singles games and i have to adjust because i'm in a bad matchup to try to win right like i'm i'm no longer playing i'm playing the mission in a different way to eke out as many points as i can to get a win in this case now you're playing it first like sometimes for safety right you're saying um, my team knows that I uh, that I need at least an 18-2 here, which is nothing. So I'm not going to overextend. I'm not going to do anything crazy. I'm going to get my two points, and then if I can get four, that's awesome. And if I can get six, that's even better. But like, I'm not going to try for a Hail Mary charge that's going to screw everything up and leave my dick hanging in the wind if I don't have to. Mm. So, yeah, so it changes the way you play the game, and it, it's, it's a really um, unique... 
uh, cool thing about teams. Yeah, I would say. But then, but then I like I thought about it after, and I like so I, I'm still. This is the bit. So we're both like correct answer. Like, but we both knew that was the answer. But like, I wanted to hear <laughs> your side of it. The um, yeah. the other bit is like, which I'm still I'm uncertain of when I make the statement is. The points differential in teams. I get what I get what you were just saying because you and me just basically said the same thing. In a singles event, you have to make that long bomb charge, or you have to put everything maybe a little bit more out and aggro in the hope that you can get the win. You know, you kind of have to run the gauntlet. But in a game that's inherently unbalanced, we'll talk about that more later uh, in 40k because uh, I'm pretty sure Admech are doing super well at the moment. Um, they're doing uh, okay. They're doing okay. Um, but like in a game that's inherently imbalanced, in that situation, you're playing X army and you just come up against a thing that's just better than your army in a random draw, because it is a random draw, right? Like it's just a random, like there's, yeah, you write the meta list. Yeah, you write the better list. Isn't there something to be said? Because I was thinking about this loads last night. How would I feel if a singles event was, a singles event was only points differential? Like I was trying to like work it out and how I'd feel like going into that game. Do I make this crazy play to try to get the win? Which is, I mean, amazing. When you run the gauntlet, you're like high fiving everyone, right? But the chances mm-hmm. are that you make the five crazy plays or the eight crazy plays over the course of the huge event is probably unlikely to work in your favor all the time. Math says it probably doesn't. So ultimately, mm-hmm. it's the better armies. And of course, the better players, but the better players normally play the better armies, like that eventually rise to the top. Whereas with points differential, I feel like I, as the underpowered player, can at least take points away from you. I, I, I put, I kind of put the power, I give the power back to the underpowered person. If I'm playing the 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 weaker army versus the stronger army like let's say i'm playing like you know you've got the hammer to my nail whatever the situation is yeah you've got mm-hmm. me dead to rights in the game what i'm looking to do is i'm like okay one crazy play i try for the win that's one option which is what we have now or there's the other option where you as the dominant player but also with the dominant army you've got to make sure you drive that home and i try and take points off you I play like a maybe this is just a spiteful motherfucker inside me. I'm not sure, but like <laughs> I think it is. I really think this is where this is going. But do, do you know what I mean? Like, there's those two kind of like mm-hmm. ways, and I, I I'm not sure. Like, what do you think? What What are your thoughts? I think it's just really close to just doing battle points, which a lot of events have done for for a long time, and and um. I don't like it. I don't like battle points. I don't like this concept in a singles event because it really punishes close closely played very high skill games between two like equally skilled players right um there are a lot of times where like the way you win a game is by grinding something out and you don't score a 90 you don't score whatever right you score like a 58 but you keep your opponent down to a 40 right um and it punishes those games and it kind of forces you into um, list building ideas that are um, all or nothing, or they are I'm taking the best, absolute best thing possible. So it doesn't change for those guys. Those guys are still going to take the absolute best thing possible. Um, they just never have to let up. They always have to just hammer down every single opponent they play. Um, and I, I just don't. I'm not into it. I like if I go to an event and they're like, "Hey, it's battle points." Cool. I know in advance. I know that I need to make a list that's that that accomplishes that. Like I'm not saying anybody out there that loves battle points, you do you boo. It's not my thing, because mm. um, it just changes the way you have to play your games. Um, you you can't try to grind one out. I mean, you do it for your fifth win if you think that they're going to come down to uh, like a a a single winner. Uh, but in events where they're not going to do it, it's just you're just going to end up in in crazy town. It'll be like that kind of first LGT where they had guys that were undefeated but they were like 180th or whatever. Um, so, which doesn't feel good, right? It doesn't feel good to win all your games and then be like, oh, that guy ahead of me was two and three. How did that happen, right? Yep. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 yes, I think that there are loads of, I think there are loads of problems with it as well, as well as everything else. But, but I get I also, where you're coming from. Yeah. I think you'd have to complete, I think you'd have to think it a little bit deeper and change almost change like your win your win cons if you're going to get into that or add some kind of 
I don't know, waiting to, hey, if you're going to play something that's currently inherently imbalanced, here's the extra balance we've added to our event to even things out. And I don't know if anybody really wants to go that that deep. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. I just right? it was just one of those things I was just I was just interested in, right? Like because mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. Like you come up against a tough matchup like I I mean I've been at events, played, I've done coverage at so many events, you know, and the the player comes up and like what happened? I oh, I ran into I ran into the rock to my to my paper, uh, well to my scissors. And you're like, "Cool." Like and you feel like where's the representation of skill in that match? Yeah, if they win, of course. Yeah, like you shouldn't have won that match. That's amazing. But then you like that's what the whole that's what the kind of pairing process for teams really identifies for me a lot of the time. You know, yeah. someone's like they're like, boom, this beats that. Like, <laughs> like that's what they do in the pairing yeah. process. They're like, this beats that. And of course, sometimes it doesn't go that way. And of course, that's exciting. But when you when you're able to quite competently pair armies against each other to produce a win or loss. There is an inherent problem, maybe, with the pairing process in a team tour, not in a team tour, in a singles event. I'm not sure I'm even in love with singles events at all anymore, to be honest. Like, the idea of winning with your team is just like, so I did a singles event, I played in a singles event and a team event over the weekend, and the team, it was just like, yes, how do you do? Like, you just high-five, like, you're winning or losing with your It feels better. It feels better. It really does. It does feel better. Um, I I really do, like, I, I joke around a lot about team events, but they are my favorite format. Um... For a lot of reasons, especially right now, especially when we get into these periods where um, there are two or three codexes that are just, you know, better, where you have, um, you know, a a core group of uh, people that are going to probably be in that upper tier. And then uh, like in terms of because they're playing the right book and then there's, you know, that very small handful of people that can just win with practically anything or they've played the same army over and over again that they can they can beat a person of kind of lesser skill with the the powerful book but they it's it's just so imbalanced um that it kind of ruins the experience um that's it's these kind of days where i'm like yeah this team tournaments help with that right because you can just be like yeah we know one of you guys has an admech army and a drukari army so we'll just deal with that we probably have one too um yeah yeah anyway it's just just stuff that's percolating having run an event of the weekend uh well mm-hmm. run slash been mm-hmm. in an event of the weekend i just ran the scoring system because there isn't one for for age of sigma yet um and so that was just kind of like fascinating feedback like from it and i know that that's something that's really interesting to you as well so i like yeah. just just it, like i've never felt so invested in like looking at what the results were looking at the scores kind of like working out what what i felt was best and also like i know it's such an, an ephemeral thing but like what feels best? Like, how do you feel better? Like, you know, like at the team event with a win-loss-draw system, like if you just go into the matchup you're meant to lose, you might as well just shake hands, be like, cool, 20-0, do you want three hours off? Like, you, yep. might, you might as well. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's why I don't like it, right? Yeah, I don't like it either. But then I say to myself, what do I do? Like, does the crazy play... Does the crazy play feel better or does the dragging three points or keeping your the opponent's score lower make me feel better in that particular setup? I don't know. Yep. Like, um, that's all. And there's, yeah. there's a, it's like for some people, like it doesn't, right? Like there's going to be, there's going to be people at a team event that don't get that part about eking out the points, right? So they're just going to be like, oh, I'm just going to lose. Um, and they don't, they, it's not fun to them to have that challenge because mm. not everybody's built the same way. Um, but then you'll get people that'll do the craziest things because they just love it. They're like, man, okay. I think uh, somebody, a guy, um, uh, Mish, uh, who I talk to in the Discord a lot for a Best in Faction podcast, he's a great guy. He used to play WTC for Warhammer Fantasy Battle, and he was telling me like some of the stories and stuff they would pull. And, and that was my game back in the day. So like every time he'd be like, oh, yeah, I, I watched my buddy play this game, and he you know, played this unit, and he flipped it backwards in one of his games because he needed to score four. Um, and I was like, oh, so his characters were protected. That's a, that's a really cute strategy. So you're playing your entire army backwards and pulling off bullshit like that. Yeah. Just like that gets me. I'm like, yeah, that's a smart play. I love that. Uh, that's dumb strategy, but I love it. So that's always gets me going. Like, I'm like, yeah, way to think outside the box, which is what you do sometimes in those scenarios. And that's what I like about it. Yeah, 100%. So Pete in the chat said, I still prefer using margin of victory system for singles events. Uh, so he says, with win-loss, there's so much emphasis on the win is a win that is very punishing to the losing player in a tight game that is ultimately resolved by a random dice swing. 
and I and I and I do feel that as well. Like I really do feel like that. Like a win that's a that's a twenty ill twenty nil, for instance, is much different to a win that's a fifteen five. Like they're significant, like on table results. Uh, but when you when it does reflect as a twenty, like when it's just when lost straw, it just reflects as a W. Like you know, and I get it. Like a whole win is based on a dice roll, of course. And I'm sure, like whole battles in the history of time have been based on a single arrow to the eye or whatever the situation. You know, like at something. Uh, a pivotal moment, but I uh, still loads to discuss. And ultimately, what makes it fun for the people attending is really what's key for me. Uh, but love, love talking about that. Uh, yep. Pete, uh, the not to get too too close to forty k, uh, but there's a new uh, there's a new book on the horizon, a new um, campaign book, uh, which is <laughs> how how do you feel? about that what is the name of it let me go find out what the name of it it's called uh let me uh is it no it's not the crusade one the crusade one i know you're excited is called amidst the ashes but don't worry about that mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yes it's oh it's act two the book of fire war zone caradon book of fire the book, book of, of fire. fire we've had the book of rust yeah. um yeah. Uh, so inside this uh is we've got typhus mornival uh sort of stuff there's also two new armies of renown, the Disciples mm-hmm. of Bellicor and the Skitari Veteran Cohort, and yeah. also mm-hmm. a Codex Supplement for the Adeptus Sororitas Order of our Martyred Lady. And then mm-hmm. there's also mm-hmm. some Chaos stuff. We'll start, uh, yeah. we'll start with the, how do you feel about the armies of renown, Disciples of Bellicor and Skitari? <clears throat> how are you feeling about that? So, <laughs> over the last two weekends, yeah. um, four... Of the like five GTs, because it's been relatively slow. Um, yeah, um, have been won by Admech. Okay. Running between eighty and one hundred and twenty uh, Skatari veterans or Rangers. Nice. Or Vanguard or Rangers, I should say, um, because that's the best thing in that codex. And they are getting a supplement. Um, that is specifically advertised at making them better. Mm-hmm. I think even in that article, they're like, hey, if you think that Skatari are having a hard time, just wait till the buffs they're going to get from this book. <laughs> um, but, like, do you often so find seems, do you often find what's said in the out. article relates to, like, fact at all? Oh, no, it, ne- it almost never does. But yeah. I know... I know from birds flying around my face all the time yelling at me um, that this is this is definitely makes um, Skatari better, like a lot better. Mm. And they're already the best thing in that book. Um, I mean, I just uh, got to look at some of the Twisted Dice results, which is just an RTT, but it had like Manny and some other guys there. Manny running 120 Skatari, doesn't kill a single model turn one, and then tables his opponent t- uh, turn two. Um it's a little oppressive, and uh, I did say that I thought uh, Admech were going to become a horde army, and it looks like that's just uh, going to get doubled down on. Because just imagine having veteran intercessors that are also uh, Skatari now, and you'll get an idea of like what we're kind of thinking about for power level. Um, and it's not—I don't think it's great. I don't think it, I don't—I don't know who decided that that was the one that needed to be made. Admech already got a cohort in the last book. I don't know why they needed a second one that was better. Not that the first one was any good. Um, I am excited for the Bellacore. I I am told, and it's seen, and the, and the uh, article seemed to re- relate the same thing that it's just like a compilation of rules they already have, which really sucks for chaos because they really need a big boost. Um, but Bellacore is awesome, and maybe just deal, just lo- live in that in that world with it having such an awesome centerpiece model. Um, so that's it, like. Bellacore is super cool. I'm glad he's super cool. I'm glad he has rad rules. It just sucks for the rest of the chaos that they didn't do anything else for them. Like they, cause they could have, they could have given them like literally anything. And I think they would have been, they would have been mad, but cause that's chaos players, but they would have, but I would have been happy in my heart. They haven't given them anything, right? They've just condensed all the rules, but do you not think they're going to condense all the rules and give them the extra wound on the Marines? No. Okay. No. Why though? I'm pretty. Why not? I don't know. Like I don't, I don't make this shit up. Um, maybe they're afraid of some kind of, some kind of balance issue. Man, this light above me is like fucking up everything. Anyway, um, 
but yes, as far as I know, and maybe I'm wrong because I mean I don't I don't own the book. I'm not a playtester. I'm nothing. Uh, just a so, sad, sad soul. Um, Bellacor you're, you're an and angel. his and don't you dare, don't you dare, Twitch out, get Pete's back. Go on. And it's cool. And uh, Bellacor is awesome, and he's got a pretty cool psychic tree. Um, and that's kind of the new stuff for chaos. And then everything else is just old stuff, but squished together instead of being in like eight books. So you buy a ninth book so you can throw away the other eight. Right. And also, so you need to buy the book so that you can still have your rules in the app. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. It's also happened to Age of Sigmar now, which is the sad, sad times. Uh, the the darkest of timelines. The end times, I would say. Uh, but that doesn't matter. Does the app, by the way, because I, in the future, the Age of Sigmar app is, is perfection. The current one. Uh, because you just look <laughs> up all the Warscrolls for free. I don't know if you use the current 40k app at all i do sometimes i try um i've been playing some tts games so occasionally they'll be like oh let me read the exact wording on that stratagem i don't want to screw you over and i'll pull it up in the app if i can does it roughly work or is it oh yeah it, it like if you know exactly what you're looking for it works there right. are certain things i wish it had that it doesn't um like it doesn't have your codex secondaries in there anywhere um which what? is which is often the thing that i'm looking for i'm i'm usually like oh man what's the exact wording on this whatever like do i score at the end of turn end of round uh, and then i'll try to search it in the app and it's not there I'm like, god damn it but it is on wahapedia every time it, it is it definitely is but mm. you know some things GW also likes to use the na same name for like 800 <laughs> things so when you search on wahapedia You'll be like, well, what is this thing? And they're like, here's the 18 stratagems that share one of the words that you're using. <laughs> Damn it. Let's go through this. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Okay, because I'm, I'm kind of worried about using the app uh, generally like in for Age of Sigmar and whatever. Um, for 40K, I'm not too stressed. But it is nice when you're looking at someone else's army and like – like you're looking at you're looking at it, and while they're doing their movement phase or whatever, you're just kind of looking up some of the unit rules or whatever. I find that I find that really functional and and fun yep. to do. The data sheet, the data data sheet, data sheet search is good. I like the data sheet, the data sheet, the stratagem stuff. Um, I wish codex secondaries were in there. I'm not sure why they aren't. Maybe they are, and I'm just like so old that I can't find it. Um, that's always a possibility, but it's very doubtful. I'm not that old yet. Mm. Two more months, and, I'll, and and then I will be. Not even um, old. New twenty five. New two thousand. New twenty five. Mm -hmm. I'll ask the plumber to lower the water in my toilet um, <laughs> yet again. <laughs> you don't want them to dip. No, Once you, you don't. Certain age, they just go, get lower and lower all the time. <laughs> Listen, um, like I, I'm kind of excited about uh, finding out what the Skatari cohort thing is going to be, uh, mainly mainly because I want it to push the envelope uh, more and more. I want more chaos, not less chaos. Um, <laughs> it's interesting to hear that that the Admech have done so well, um, but are Drukari like getting pushed down now because of this, or is it like those two? Those two are just oppressing everyone downwards. So, it's not to the point where no one else can win. So that's that's the the big good, right? Mm. You have to be very good at an army, um, or just not have like, re or just have really terrible like Admech and Drukari players. But it's getting worse. Um, like Drukari have dropped to about a sixty-five percent win rate. Admech are sitting at a currently at about a sixty-two, sixty-three, but they they go up every week um, as more and more people come out with their eighty painted skatari guys right because that right. seems that seems to be probably the hold up is hobby hobby and making sure that you balance your you remember all the buffs you have to throw on dudes that's the big stuff yeah like you can you can counter admech it's very hard because they kill everything so well but if you have like a really solid set of table terrain um and you have some way to scout deploy to keep them out of the middle for a full turn you can probably win the game uh, by playing the mission as hard as you can. You can make it. That's generally how you're going to beat like a decent admec player right now with 120 or 80 boys or whatever. Because you need to get in the middle first, otherwise you have to kill all 80 of those dudes, and it's it's a chore. It's a it's a real chore, especially that one unit that's you know buffed to the nines um, with like a zero plus armor save or whatnot. So that that unit that can kill you real hard is also very hard to kill for at least one turn. Okay. Um, so yeah, so like it is a game. You can make a game of it, and uh, Admech players can't just headbutt. Well, they can headbutt their way to victory like nine times out of ten. There's always going to be that one guy they have to actually play into. Drukari, 
um, are better because they can't just flame everybody to death. They now have to like swarm you in bodies for the most part, which yeah. which lists seem to kind of be the way to go and double trueborn. Uh, but that could change. Um, but yeah, they're still doing amazingly. Uh, a couple weeks back, you guys had your first GT uh, in the UK, and uh, Vic VJ, like I think three of the top four were all Drukari. Vic VJ won that all with like multi witch lists. So oh, nice. it's a thing. Yeah, we had a Drukari the- list win our event here as well, um, yeah. which I thought was interesting. Um, although we also had like someone play 100, no, that's not right, 240 Mordians. Um, uh, in, as, in one a list. as one does. As one does. <laughs> and finished. All all three games, all five rounds, no movement trays. Good for them. Finished every for them. finished every game. Didn't move a single model. They were just like, This is where I'm deploying. <laughs> this is how Mordian this is the Mordian style. I read it in a book. <laughs> <laughs> we all stand here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Duck Guts is asking the question if I wanted to come to an event at the TSN Arena uh, and I genuinely suck at the game uh, um, uh, is there any point I think the only thing you really need to do to attend an event a smaller event like one of ours um, is you really need to just be off book you have to just at least understand the core rules and understand what your units do and as long as you understand those two things I think you can play an event like well enough any I think, event I you think, can go yeah. to LVO yeah like don't like when you go to any big event, any event, any of like I thought the same thing. Um, and I was real relatively competitive years ago. Um, but still, like I'm from a small town, a small town in east coast of Canada. So when I went to my first major, I was like, I'm gonna be way out of my depth. Like, and I wasn't because you know, like 60, 70 percent of the people that are going to that event are casual like by our terms they they're there to have fun because that's what the event is it's like i get to play a bunch of my buddies sure there's going to be one or two people i have to play that are just better than me okay just as long as you acknowledge that if you go to an event and you're like man there's probably a, cu- uh, a couple people i'm gonna have to play here that are better at this game than me use it as a learning experience um and then once you end up on the bottom tables or where you're supposed to be skill wise maybe you're not a bottom table player you just didn't realize it um then you play your games and you have your fun and like there's so many people like if you walk around the the like bottom tables of an LVO or a BAO or anything those guys look like they're having the greatest times of their lives like almost invariably they're playing crazy lists they have a beer in their hand they're having the best time and they're learning and it's great and i love it so yeah so i just had we just had a, an age sigma two event i think maybe the first two age sigma events in the world age sigma 3 sorry events in the whole wide world we had a singles event and a team event just this weekend um uh and the uh um uh, and i just use it as a learning experience like it's like going to the very day one the day one event for an edition to think you know what you're about it's not what it's that's not what it's for should be Mm -hmm. a learning experience i don't think like i could trust the results i don't think i can trust the results really for the next six months ultimately for like people learning the game i think it's going to take um like a like a few months at least before i think any sort of validity valid kind of like event result could come out personally because it's very very different to the last edition um and so at this point people have no idea what the power levels are what the meta is what anything really does like i think the skill cap's much higher so there's lots to like break down about it but yeah like mm-hmm. that's one of those that's one of those really interesting things as well whereas i still like pete i don't know if this is where you feel how you feel but this is how i feel i just 40k feel like it hasn't really like it like the ne- necron stuff ne- necrons and marines came out and then mm-hmm. like and then like some jukari came out and then you're like, oh, like, it doesn't feel like it's a year. Like, it's two years away, technically, from the new edition now. It's been mm-hmm. out for a year. Does it feel like it's been out for a year? Does it feel... Because it feels fairly new to me. I don't know how you feel about it, but maybe that's... maybe it's It feels a... ancient to me. It feels oh, does ancient. It? Well, I've been tracking it no matter what, right? Through the through the whole pandemic and all the people that decided not to have a pandemic and, um, you know, the people that... So, like, I, I've... I I've tracked it for a year and a half now. A year, well, a year and a little bit. Um, so like it still it does because this year just felt extra long of all things. Yeah. Um. So like so it does feel like a year to me. I think that 
I think what what's what has sucked is the the slowdown in the codexes because we got so used to it in eighth where things just kind of got pumped out and then everything had to kind of grind down. So um, we're only at a point where a handful of people have what would be their ninth edition rules. I think that's the that's the part that sucks um, in that in that regard. Enemy, but we're getting orcs and they're supposed to be stupid broken, so that'll be cool. And then after that, I'm told everything kind of calms down and then everybody's. Everybody's cool, so we just have to fix orcs, Admech, and Drukari, and everything will be cool. So then how could that have happened? How could they accidentally have released... I just live here, man. <laughs> I just live here. Okay, never mind. That's a good point. Like, honestly, I just assume I just assume people got excited. That's Everybody's fallible. We have this kind of thing where you, if you like something, you want it to be good, and so you... You play test, you make space marines, and you're like, they were busted, and people got real mad. So we're going to tone them down slightly. And they did. And Space Marine Codex didn't look like it was toned down until we saw the results. And it was toned down enough where it wasn't oppressive. And then Necrons came out, and we were like, eh, they're probably okay. It looks like Silent King is cool. You can make some lists. Um, and they seemed to work at first. Death Guard came out, and we're like, yeah, okay, they're real slow. But if you play, if you actually have to interact with them, they might win a game, mm. and that's been the case. They've done really well um, because of that. If, if people are trying to interact with them rather than just running away, um, Dark Angels we were a little scared about. Uh, Blood Angels and Death Watch nobody cared. Um, somebody said Blood Angels were really powerful, so they got nerfed, which is unfortunate. Um, but. Um, yeah, and then all of a sudden uh, they were like, "Wow, we've got some exciting ideas for Jukari. It's all of the ideas. Let's do all of these things, and we want them to be six points, maybe eight. That is it." And people were like, "Shouldn't they be more than eight points?" Like, "Fuck off! That's it. <laughs> Nothing more than eight points in this codex." Like, okay, well, that's. I guess that's what eight points. Mark it in. That's what the guy said, and. Um, now we're here. Yeah. Admech, Admech, they were like, eight points as well, but I want them to have seven buffs apiece. The end. <laughs> yeah. No. That's eight buffs apiece until we get it. the new book. Plus yeah. one. Then they get nine. Nine buffs. <laughs> plus, nine. plus one. We want nine buffs. <laughs> that's that's Admech's number. And they're like, oh, that's how the lore works. Like, just do it. <laughs> just get, okay. Yeah, good points. What? I apologize. I'm not really. And then Orcs, they were I like, just toughness, just... toughness five, but two points each. Let's toughness go. Five. Everything, toughness five. And they're like, well, what about these things? Then six. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm busy. Don't you know a Raider's gotcha, six? Boss. They're like, an Orc on a bike is six. Get out. Yeah. Uh, Get okay. the fuck out of here! I've had enough of you. That's what. Um, Grant uh, was just getting angry as they asked him things. He's <laughs> just like, I don't even care. <laughs> it's interesting because uh, the orc. There's a 40k preview this weekend, which we think is yes. going to be, which is going to be more Snagger Boys. Um, uh, what do you? Uh, what do you like? Do you think it's going to be only that, or do you think we're going to get a robot? Because we, well, we, we also know Thousand Suns are on the way, and Grey Knights are on the way. Great on the way yes yeah okay uh so that's exciting so to get some chaos love so uh thousand sons will get that upgrade as well and we're also fairly certain this edition do you feel like we're not going to get chaos marines as a book for a long time because we're going to get this this and then the new the new factions because i'm pretty certain this edition we see three new factions this is my take on it we see squats mm -hmm. we see mm -hmm. um uh, world eaters, and uh, we see Emperor's Children. This edition, like, is what mm -hmm. I think we're seeing over the next three years. So, like, what you're like, what do you think we're gonna get some of them now? Like, a new edition, I suppose Christmas kind of on the way with that might be when they do the big army, but Orcs taking a while. Do you think we're gonna see anything like that, or like, that's not really a wheelhouse? You don't really care. I haven't heard anything. I mean, I've heard of squats to the point where I am perpetuating that rumor everywhere in the hopes that it will happen. Yeah, nice. Um, kind of like this gestalt mindset where I'm like, if I tell everybody that squats are coming, they will come. Right? And yeah. And that's the hope. Um, I kind of heard rumor of like a corn demonkin or world eaters army 
Um, but I hadn't heard any timeline on that. And I hadn't heard of Emperor's Children, although it, it makes sense with all the Slanesh love coming. So, um, very, so yeah, so that will be cool. I think we'll get Grey Knights, we'll get Thousand Suns. Chaos Space Marines are a long ways away, I think, because of um, these two extra armies coming up in the meantime. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, I haven't, like, Usually I'll hear something about a codex and I haven't heard a single peep about chaos space Marines, which makes me, makes me feel that they're like probably a late mid to late 2022 thing at the earliest. Like they're like a year away. That's so far away, especially when they're getting everything coalesced or like kind of condensed. Unless they really speed up production. Like I just, that's probably what we're looking at. I'd like to be wrong. Yeah fascinating yeah because i mean i think that's the bit that i'm most interested in like the eldar redo like i imagine eldar the... redo will be very exciting tyranids need a redo if if i can if we get an eldar and a tyranid redo i i think three three extra percent of the of the warhammer player base will be so happy <laughs> so happy. no no if we get an eldar redo if we get an eldar redo like 60% of the 40k player base are going to be over the moon. And if we get an Eldar and Tyranid uh, update, 61% of right. yeah. the, <laughs> the 40k player base. An Eldar, an Eldar update, all those people that are still using Daka Daka will be overjoyed. Just be like, <laughs> Finally. Finally. They did it. Finally. The problem is, is with it, how with they the... haven't gotten a new model in six months. But, like, see, actually, Games Workshop's actually done something most people don't really understand. By not updating Eldar for several years and making it so they don't have to buy new models, they've they've accidentally encouraged loads of other industries, like the, the waifu body pillow industry. Because with all that spare cash, all the Eldar players have been able to spend it on so many other things. You know, like, like body pillows, uh, like Naruto headbands. Uh, what else have they spent that it on? It is an Eldar player thing. Yeah, this Naruto headbands. I Naruto headbands. I imagine just um uh like uh oh what they call dressing gowns, but like pure pure silk, pure white silk. Many Feels of so them. good on the skin. <laughs> silk is just such like who would have thought that if you squeezed a worm's butt in just the right way? Oh. Like, that was- I can't believe that that was still like a thing. Like you were hunted if you tried to take a silkworm from China. Like it was so yeah. propriety. Like because they're not, they're quite, they're quite keen on just like taking anything off anyone at this stage. They're like, oh, that's a nice kind of like idea for an app. We'll we'll do our version. So like, but yeah. at one point in time, they were like, nope, no worms, no worm butts Don't from our, our worm butts. Don't squeeze our worm butts. Don't steal our worm butts, or we will get you. We'll we'll put a poker in your butt. If you steal our worm butts, which is uh, they probably did. They, they probably, probably did. did. They probably did. Yeah. Is there like a? Is there, I don't know if there's a tyranny that's like a silkworm that re- chooses a net. Isn't that, isn't that what web web guns are? Gene Simmons have here. got web guns, haven't they? Uh, yeah, but I don't think they're worm butts. Um, I wish they were. I uh, like you we're should. going down a road that um, somebody has gone down before. I'm 100% positive. Somebody in Nottingham has was sitting at a table once, and he was like, hmm, new Tyranid weapon. What does a worm butt look like? And he's, like, Googling it, and, like, Andy Chambers or someone came in the room and was like, you need to stop. You need to get hold of your fucking self. You need to get out of here. Take a vacation. I'm like, Andy, aren't you supposed to be writing a book or something? He's like, just listen. I've been monitoring your search history, and this is a little absurd. There's too much web butts. Uh, too much web butts. Too much web butts. I've been asked by James to tell you to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and, then he just, and he just walked out. <laughs> All right, listen, final question uh, for the day is um, I've seen you keenly online. This is a, this is a personal Pete deep dive. Keenly mm-hmm. online, oh. excited about some oh, of the new like... Age of Sigmar models. Yes. That new Lord Commander, like, holy fuck. Yeah? What? What? <laughs> that is so beautiful. Like, because it's simple. He he doesn't, nothing crazy. He's just a big badass dude with a hammer. And I love it. Like, he just feels so powerful. Looking at that picture, I'm like, this is the Idris Elba of models. Like, you just look at that and you're like, yeah. 
that guy is cool. Very I cool. I want to be like him. Yeah, very cool. Like, yeah, like, I like the pose. I think the pose is is particularly yeah. good. Yeah, the, the S two poses, the one where he has like the one by his side, like that's the one. Both are fine, but that's the one I was like, mm. 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 Yeah. and he kind of looks like Vulcan. I mean, probably too small, um, but somebody's already done up like a little Photoshop of him as Vulcan, and I was like, yeah, I could get into this. I could get into this. Yeah, there's also some great hammers available as like conversion bits for four thunder hammers for for 40k armies uh, i think are yeah. you are you tempted to ever jump back into especially because the scoring on some of the battle plans are more 40k-esque are you tempted to jump back into age of sigmar because you were a big warhammer fantasy battle stand i know you're excited for the old world but actually we haven't heard a lot had a lot of news on the old world for a while have we no we haven't dead radio silent interesting very interesting we've heard little to nothing sad. yeah makes me sad yeah but um yeah, I've been talking about this with some friends. It's just about time right now in my life, but uh, and the fact that I wouldn't literally have anybody to play up here. Um, but I still have... I've got a small Seraphon army here in my cupboard that I painted up. Um, uh, just, just a battle set and maybe one or two other pieces. Um, and then I've got... I don't know how many points in Age of Sigmar terms, but it was like 7,000, 6,000 points of Warhammer Fantasy Battle Lizardmen um being held for me on the east coast and i was saying to my buddies i might uh when i go back to the east coast in october to visit family uh bring them back with me and and make that my next hobby project depending on how orcs make me feel in my in my belly mm. i mean orcs is very exciting i'm trying not to get too excited about the orcs i'm trying to just like for this is 40k orcs i'm trying to just be like mm. cool they're coming out i'm very excited i think all of it looks great i think new boys uh, the snagger boys all of that, they look 11 out of 10. But I think it's one of those armies that, because it'll be such a high model count army, it's definitely a wait for the codex, understand what it is before I buy any of the minis sort of a, yeah. a process. There's no way, because it's either like loads of boys or boys won't be a thing at all, in which yeah. point, like, and it's like, which one of the two boys? So I'm going to hold off. Like, I'd really like, and, and, and I'm going to try and get the snagger box, but only because I want the book. Like the book's the yep. important part to understand, like what to build. So, I don't even know if Snagger Boys will be very good. Huh? Um, oftentimes when they release a new model, <laughs> the new models aren't what's good. It's the upgrade to something that nobody was using in the past, right? Like I'm really keen, and if anybody in the chat is interested, you can just send me all your war bikers. Just <laughs> ship them. Peter in Canada, they know me. Um. <laughs> Peter at Canada. That's it. Just Peter write that on Canada. the box. <laughs> yeah. Send it up here. Um, and yeah, they, like, because I think that they're going to be fabu. I think they're just going to be the best. The, the, or, really the bikers or orcs? Or bikers. Oh, right. Or okay. core bikers. Not sure if knob war bikers will be the way or it'll just be standard war bikers. But I am really keen on, on that. Being, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm keen on that being a, a good thing. So. I I've I've said this for a long time, uh, and I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but war bikers in 40k are one of my least favorite things about 40k. Like, I, like, uh, and, and I mean, like all bikers, like marines on a bike, <laughs> winds me up hugely because I don't like. They're like, oh, they go really fast, and I'm like, they do like, do they go as fast as a land speeder? Like, like. It's got a jet on it. Like, I don't understand. Like, there's still friction. And also, there's so many ruins in Fort... I just don't see them being functional at all. You just be like, drive up to the ruin, get out, bash a couple of Tyranids in the head, get back down. And, I, like, I know that it's, like, space fantasy, but, like, they're not doing, like, the whole, like, anime backflips on the bike, riding up a wall. They're still grabbing Have you read any stuff. of the White Scars books? Because they basically do. Do they? The White is Scars. That, is that true? That's basic. Like white scars are basically like anime bikers, um, and it's so awesome. Chris Rate does. I think is right. Maybe it's right. I'm hoping it's right because I say it right all the time. Just such an awesome author, and his uh, like Horus Heresy scars books are are probably my favorite ones. The the scars series and the way he writes how they ride on bikes. Like you could tell someone challenged him to make it sound cool, and then he did. Really? So it was like, so, you can't make bikers oh. cool. Okay, I'll give that a try. Yeah. Because I like yeah. I would like to like them, but I don't think that they work really at all. Jet bikes, I'm fine with. I get that. Mm -hmm. Jet bikes, thumb. Bikes Tr that fly. I get it. Yeah. Bikes yeah. on wheels. Why do they have wheels? They don't need wheels. 
and they don't. I don't. I I agree with you. Why'd they bother? Um, Harley Davidson probably paid them off. Only explanation I can think of. <laughs> Big bike. Big motorbike. We're like, you need to have models with wheels. It's definitely you know? not that. It's definitely the model designer <laughs> who I saw finish his shift when I worked there at Games Workshop. Clock out. Walk onto his, get onto his motorbike, and then ride away into the rainy sunset. Uh, is what right. I, it's that one guy. He's like, don't forget motorbikes. Don't forget motorbikes. Yeah. I like him a lot. I like him a lot. Yeah. Hey, worm butt, get on the bikes. <laughs> get off the worm butt stuff. Uh, okay, I, I mean, the loads of suggestions that we should read the White, White Scars books. Apparently, they're really good. They're amazing. Uh, Brotherhood of the Storm is the prequel book. Uh, short story. Really well done. Is it like, on Is it on Audible? Because I'll go get probably. that right now. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I read it like a like a legitimate old man. Like a philistine. Um, and then there was Scars, which was like a 22-part series that they eventually made into a book. Um, that is definitely on Audible. Um, and that is fantastic. And then after that one was the one whose name I forget, uh, but was also fantastic. And um, then the Khan's new book is coming sh- very shortly. Done it. I've done it right there. Brotherhood yeah. of the Storm, done. So. Yeah, so that's the short story. That's really important to under- to get a better understanding of Scars and like the other Scars stuff from Horus Heresy. Because um, you get to meet like basically the two of the biggest characters in the series in that one. And you understand why they do the stuff they do in the next books. That's better. fun. That's fun. Cause I honestly haven't read, I, I, I like, I haven't read enough white scar stuff. I'm just like, cool. They're biker dudes. Off we go. Yeah. Like, well, they really didn't make very much. Right. Um, until scars, well, brotherhood of the storm and scars. Those were like the first two books that they really were like, yeah, let's actually talk a little more about these dudes other than they chased a, a, a demon motorbike guy once. A demon motorbike guy. Yeah. Oh Yeah. Slanesh, Slanesh got into it. Was like, get in there. I just don't see how. Like, anyway, just with tanks. I like. I, I like. It doesn't matter. Like, well, you know, when you watch the movie, the eighties movie, and they're like, they send the three bad guys. They're like, chase him quick on your motorbikes that you've got pre-prepared, and they're like, yes, tactical motorbikes, let's go. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just don't see how that would not be anyway near as better if it wasn't just a Humvee or something. Like just yep. like a tank. I mean, watch John Wick. Do you see what he does to those guys on the bikes? Yeah, he, he has a horse, a horse and a sword versus machine yeah. guns and a bike, and he and wins. He fucks them up. Yeah, yeah. But if those were Humvees, just fucking hit the horse. <laughs> horses. Sorry, like I wouldn't want to. I love horses. Yeah. But those are bad guys. Yeah. I just. And they don't. Bad guys hate horses. True story. True story. All bad guys hate horses. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know if you watched the latest Rick and Morty. It did make uh, uh, 80s, 90s cartoon shows really confusing for me. Oh, okay. I haven't watched it, but, but I anyway. would like to. I would like to. It's on my list. It's on the list. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, mm-hmm. Pete, it's time to go. Um, it's been a pleasure. We barely talked about anything other than Warhammer today. Fuck, I hate when Pal's not here. What? We talked around Warhammer a lot. No, you you do this every time. You get me in a corner and you're like, there's no one else here, Peter. I can't change the subject. <laughs> We're going to talk about the stuff I want to talk about. And I'm always like, you got me. You got me. I'm so sorry. And I'm I keep, so... I try my best, but it's so hard. So I'm like, Silkworm butts. Well, I, I, keep... <laughs> I did silkworm butts. You did that. <laughs> you did, I took us to I, China. I... Then I got us to Webbers. Yeah. I was trying to get us everywhere. You got into the design team. Uh... <laughs> I had to get it. I had to get into it though. I had to get into the like right inside that worm anus to pull out as much <laughs> silk as I could. Did you know that Angela Lansbury used to brush her teeth with Vim? Think about that. That's that's how dedicated she was to her craft. I sometimes think this show is very much like two two people or three people uh, deep diving into the anus of a silkworm to get out the the silk. Can you imagine goodness. what a, like, a silkworm centaur would look like? That would someone draw that up in the comments. <laughs> in the comments. All right. Well, listen. It can happen. Uh, <laughs> um, it's been lovely talking to you, and I hope you stay well. I'm not sure if the stats we've asked been we've asked if the stats center is back this week, or is it maybe not, or is Val's? Uh, so the the big thing is Val's like stupid busy right now. He's trying, he's doing some personal stuff at home. That's why he's not here, um, and he's trying to produce four other shows on the network that um, didn't have the backing that Stat Center did in, in terms of we can just kind of sit down and shoot one out if we want to. So I have not been pushing him to record anything. 
Um, cause I know that it's just like trying to get the rest of the network up and running and where it needs to be is, is the priority. It'll come back. I'm, I'm hopeful. Pretty sure. Like you said it's been quiet, right? It's, there's not been a lot of events. We, I, we do have probably like an hour's worth of interviews right now with people that won events in the last uh, few weeks okay. that I'd love to get out there. Um, there's a couple guys in particular that people don't get to listen from often that I'd love to, to, you know, show the world. Cause there's so many good players that have, um, like unique takes on the game, um, that don't have a voice. Cause for some reason they don't have a podcast despite literally 90% of us having them. Um, but yeah, like I just, and so I'm, I'm hopeful that we will get to hammer out an episode here shortly and then kind of get to a regular schedule. But, um, We'll see. My my whole family is leaving me for a month in like wow. two weeks. Oh wow! So I will have a lot of time to record stuff for uh, for a full month. Amazing. I'll be just me and just me, Bronx and the cat hanging out here. Oh okay, so. sweet. You can call me up any time of the day. I would love that. That would be so fun. Um, and also, yeah. oh, final thought because it's just been brought up by Gitley in the chat. Love you. Um, is uh, is if um, it feels like uh, the flagship of the FLGN now is the Stat Center. It's the flagship show, which, Pete, without you, would be impossible to do. So you're either the captain of the FLGN or the Coxman, one of the two. So just take that, because you've got a captain. Coxman? I, I thought have. it was Coxwain. Coxwain. Cox, Cox, Coxman? Coxwain? I think it's Wayne, right? Is it's it? W-A-I-N? I don't Coxwain? know. Coxman? I don't know either. Maybe Coxwain I... is the guy that uh, pulls the silk out of the worm, but that's his job. <laughs> On the on the ship, that was something all pirates had to have. Someone had to make the flag. Someone right? had to make the flag, and it was the coxswain. Thanks for listening the to Cox the 40k Jason show. It's been a pleasure, Pete. Love you loads. Thanks for listening, everyone. Look after you yourselves. Guys. I'll see you guys soon. Fuck Bye. you, YouTubers. Bye.